Hello, I'm Kenzie Benali. Welcome to the final whistle where it's all smiles after Southampton picked up all three points against Watford. Plenty to discuss from that encounter at Vicarage Road. So it's a very warm welcome back to Adam Leach and Klaus Lundekvam, who are looking pretty pleased as well. Uh, gents, lovely to have you back. Klaus, let's come to you first. What was your initial thoughts on that performance? Uh, I'm... Um just got my breath back. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> it was uh, nerve-wracking towards the end there. Uh, and what a save by McCarthy at the end with uh, the Fletcher shot. Uh, such a great win. Such a great three points. First away win for the season. Uh, I thought it was a solid performance. Um, even though they, they created some Route one chances uh, against us. Uh, McCarthy was solid in goal, but um, magical goal by um, Shay Adams. Uh, we we should have put the the game to bed first half. I thought we uh, we had a lot of chances, but end of the day, three points. And uh, yeah, it looks like like we talked about before the game. We we had so many options. Uh, Ralph picking the the right team, and I think he did. But uh, having the strength in the squad now, obviously, we, we're starting to fulfil our potential a little bit, I, I feel. And that, that's great. Obviously, um, a massive three-pointer today. Yeah, absolutely. And Adam Klaus saying that it really feels like we're fulfilling our potential now. It does just feel like we're a team on the up. What did you make of that match against Watford? Yeah, I, I think that's right, Kenzie. But I think, to be fair... To Saints, um, you would also have to look at the fixture list and say the fixtures at the start of the season, a lot of those were very, very tough matches. And since the, the fixture list has got a little bit kinder to Saints, they've been picking up points. So I think you, you know, we will, I think we always say like 10 games gone is about a fair amount of time to actually look at the table and start to assess where you are as a team, which is where Saints are now. And they're, they're kind of, you know, sort of in the middle of the table, which is probably about right. Um, and, you know, is fairly encouraging, to be honest. And the game today, as Klaus said, I mean, if you had to pick one negative, it's that it wasn't done by half time because they, they could have been away and gone really by half time. But it was, uh, it was just an excellent performance really from Saints today. They've thoroughly deserved to win the game. They, they, could have and should have won by more and they certainly would have deserved to have had a bigger scoreline today. But I think the big takeaway really is that feeling of momentum, uh, you know, a first Premier League away win since March. So it's a long time uh, to not win on the road uh, and a real feeling of positivity now. I mean, they needed it. The fact that Burnley got a win today as well, I think had had the result gone the other way for some reason, then... I think we would have started to feel a little bit nervous, but now you kind of feel again, you look at the next couple of games, they've got chances coming up for, for more points. Um, and if they, if they can continue where they are now into a little run, well, they could suddenly find themselves in, in sort of in the top half of the table. And that would be uh, fantastic if they could get there and, you know, by the kind of the end of the month, by the time you split the international break. Yeah, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? OK, then, before we discuss today's match in more detail, here's how the game panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. James Ward-Prowse leads Southampton out. Shea Adams immediately gets a flick on Armstrong, helps it down this near touchline, and then the clearance from Agakia, charged down by Adams, and Redmond has it. He puts it across the six-yard box, and in the end, Craig Cathcart, grateful that his touch didn't beat Ben Foster. 
two and a half minutes approaching Saints attacking again Watford look open Adam Armstrong curls it yard wide at the left hand post not bad in it goes to Adam Armstrong turns and now runs towards the edge of the penalty area he split that in field and Shea Adams has made something of it and scored a beauty oh my goodness me it's almost like he had nothing else to do no options so he's just turned stood still and just chipped it towards the top corner and then again Foster tries to play that ball in I mean Liveramento's nowhere near it and Watford have done them they've got two to his right in comes Saar on the ball first touch heavy off goes under McCarthy doesn't go in and it was cleared off the line in the end I think by Carl Walker-Peters he went through McCarthy's legs now Saints attacking again Armstrong pulls it back oh my goodness me now this time Shea Adams having scored a worldie has headed it down and over the crossbar from two yards out squares it into the box turning a shot brilliant oh, save what a McCarthy. save that is he's kept Saints ahead and before the four minutes is up he blows his whistle well Klaus let's kind of rewind back to the start of the game then you touched on it just a moment ago but Saints did start incredibly brightly uh, but we have to talk about the goal what did you make of that Shea Adams opener pure magic pure magic I think we um, we started on the front foot and uh, deservedly took the lead uh, and uh, yeah it's just a such a sublime goal by uh, Shea Adams uh, why he doesn't why the way he turns and just curls in the, the far corner is uh, yeah, it's top, top class. So, um, a beautiful goal. Yeah, it but really we should was. Have, well, we should have, obviously, Armstrong started with a, with a great shot as well. Uh, so, we had uh, he, he had a couple of chances first half early on as well. So, we, uh, we should have been uh, two or three nil up. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm sure Shea Adams will be a happy man uh, this evening, Adam, because, of course, you know, that's his second goal of the week. So uh, certainly a lot of confidence for him to take into the new week. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it was, as Klaus said, it was an absolutely stunning goal. Um, and I guess it was sort of t- typical Shea in a way that, that kind of is what we love about him. It's he, Sometimes he does the... Uh, the the makes the sublime look ridiculously easy and then vice versa as well because obviously it was an amazing goal and then minutes later he, he sort of had a free header from about two yards and got it over the bar which was a pretty remarkable achievement from where he was so uh yeah that, i mean it was it, it's fantastic for him and, and we said before the game as well and i think this is an important takeaway really is that with with brozier out injured it was a chance not only for Shea Adams and Adam Armstrong as individuals, but actually as a pairing um, to show Ralph that the kind of together they they are uh, a force to be reckoned with and a unit that can play together. And they really did do that today. They were excellent uh, in combination as well. Um, they were very complementary to each other and, and the way that Saints played really, um, really played into that as well. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, Adam Armstrong was probably unlucky himself not to have gotten the score sheet as well. But we know with Shea, the one thing we know about him is he is a confidence player. Mm. He does tend to score in streaks and he also has dry spells in streaks as well. That's the way he's gone. Uh, And therefore, when you start to see him scoring, not only that calibre of goal, but on a regular basis, I think 
a lot of teams will start to fear him because he is a guy that when he gets on a roll, he is very, very hard to stop. And as we know, he can score all kinds of different goals as well, which is what he's got in his locker. And yeah, but he probably hasn't scored that many, that many better than today, I wouldn't think. Yeah, it was a pretty special goal and hopefully plenty more to come from him. Uh, but let's talk about his attacking partner, Adam Armstrong, shall we? Uh, as you said, didn't get a goal today. Plenty of chances, though. Klaus, how did he do for you? No, I think Adam uh, puts it perfectly. Uh, <clears throat> I think um, as a partnership, they did well today. Uh, I think they, they linked up pretty well. And I, I think playing a 4-4-2 today is... Suited both of them. They uh, they need support up front, and I, I think they uh, they did well as a pairing. Um, and they came to a lot of clear cut chances. Uh, obviously, from our fullbacks, obviously Liveramento and Carl Walker Peters on, on the left hand side gave us a lot of uh, strength going forward, and we created a lot of uh, chances uh, with our fullbacks. So uh, it, it should have. Should have been uh, out of sight for uh, for uh, Watford uh, in the first half, but not taking it. Obviously, became a nervous end to the game. But uh, another day, another day. I think both Shay Adams and uh, Adam Armstrong, um, yeah, put in a, a really good performance. They worked really hard, and that's what you need to do as a as a forward as well. There's no luxury players anymore, so. And uh, just just a shame that Adam Armstrong didn't get his goal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for all of Southampton's chances, Adam, it was very nearly Fletcher who rescued a point for Watford, but Alex McCarthy with an absolutely incredible save there. But otherwise, really wasn't troubled too much throughout the match. No, no. I mean, he was solid in what he, he had to do in his handling. He was quite dominant from, from the occasional cross or set pieces that Watford got. But really... Not that much, which was a testament to to the way Saints played. I mean, the thing is, when you're hanging on a little bit, a team is always likely to get a chance at some point. And and that was what Watford did. And it it was a brilliant save from McCarthy. But I think Saints, as a unit, were impressive today. I mean, we we knew Watford were unpredictable and you wouldn't really know what you were going to get from them. Uh, And I, I think we saw that element to them today. After, after what they did in the last game, then they came into this game and they were, yeah, they just just weren't really that at it. They didn't look that cohesive, particularly as a unit, I didn't think, as a team. And Saints handled them very well and imposed themselves on Watford right from the start. And I think that the Watford kind of were knocked out of their stride and never really looked like getting back into it other than sort of the the desperate late forays and pumping the ball forward and and trying to win the second balls. So it was a, it was just a very strong performance from say it's very disciplined Uh, defensively. They were excellent. Savasu was, was immense or, you know, we know Liv Rimento was, was great again, but Savasu was really good and it's really um, showing his value now to Saints. I think this season, I think is a big one uh, for him. Uh, and, and, you know, his role in the team. And just just a very, very comprehensive victory, really. Uh, to be honest, they outclassed Watford Saints for, for pretty much the entire game and, and were, were thoroughly deserving winners. Most definitely, yeah. The back four looked really strong today. Klaus, how did you think we coped defensively? I, I agree with Adam, obviously. I thought it was a solid performance. Uh, as a unit, I, I think as a back five with McCarthy behind you, it's, it's, it's very, very important to have that 
that partnership, that relationship with trusting your keeper, um, being a being a centre half and, and a full back, you you are only as good as as uh, yeah your partnership or your team at the back. So um, I thought again today they they were solid, uh, really solid, and like Adam said. Sally Sue is looking world class now. He's, he's unbelievably good. And he, um, he's taken the Premier League, the pace of the game now. He's, he's uh, taking balls down and pass it. It looks so easy for him. Um, but then again, it, it is a player that, <clears throat> for me, who can, who can make a mistake. I, um, I was maybe that sort of player myself. I... Um, I like taking a bit of a risk to um, to uh, gain offensive uh, sort of uh, overlay, but um, he, he's impressed me enormously together with uh, Ben Narak today. It was it was very solid, and I think McCarthy. He um, we talked about it before the game. Who's the who's the number one? And I think he proved it today. Two uh, two great saves to me. Obviously. The, the later one with uh, with Fletcher Scott was is world class, but he had one early on with um, a shot there near post, but he reacted really quickly to. I think that's that's a good save as well, the qualified save. So um, now I think uh, defensively, like we talked about before the game, they they've come a, come a long way this season. I think, um, and that's the the bedrock of of the team now. We um, we are hard to break down. And um, that's obviously given us uh, three points today when we didn't take, um, yeah, all the chances we had first half. Yeah, three points today, which means that result makes it seven points from a possible nine. Adam, is the complexion of the season starting to change now? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a big swing for Saints. I should just say quickly, I just... uh, had a little smile to myself when Klaus was talking about the centre-halves and the goalkeepers because it brought me to mind of, of Lundivarm, Svensson and Niemi <laughs> back in the day. Uh, a, cl- yes. a classic pairing, a partnership, <laughs> I would say. That was Absolutely. A, yeah, that was a special one for Saints. But yeah, yeah, sorry, to answer your question, Kenzie, uh, yeah, the complexion is, is changing rapidly now for Saints. Not, not only the these games, but obviously the the manner of the performance against Chelsea as well. Um, I think there's a growing sense of confidence in the squad. I think you can see it uh, and you can sense it. Um, and, and I think the, the, the kind of manner of their performance against Watford today suggested it, it was not... Um, it was not a team that seemed like they felt under pressure. They weren't nervy. They were confident. They understood what the manager wanted them to do and, and what their jobs were out there and how they worked together as a team. Uh, and they executed it. And even the players that that were slightly changed, perhaps, and we, you know, maybe is more surprising, for example, Kyle Walker-Peter starting at left back rather than Barrow, a, a renowned, you know, a, 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 an out-and-out left back. Bacall was excellent today and him and Nathan down that side court, especially first half court in an offensive sense, caused Watford all kinds of problems. And I think that's, you're seeing this in the team now. You're seeing a lot more competition for places um, this season. Saints are a, got a nice mix of young, energetic players and a few more experienced heads uh, in amongst it. And and they're, they're really 
starting to look like a proper squad, a proper unit, a proper team. As I said earlier, the fact the fixtures list has changed for them is obviously significant, but it's only significant if you go and get the points from the games that you feel like you should get the points from. And that is exactly what Saints are doing. And, and I think that's very encouraging because yeah, they're not this season is not about trying to probably break the top eight. Uh, maybe not, not even top 10, though that's fringy. It's about, you know, not looking over your shoulder all season. It's about being comfortable and it's about building for the future with these young players under a, a really exciting manager. And it kind of feels a little bit like you don't want to get carried away, but you can feel that sense of momentum is building behind them now and that sense of confidence. And that is a really powerful thing to have. Yeah, most definitely. Certainly exciting time. Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Yes, very important win for us. Um, we spoke about the importance of the following weeks uh, after a tough uh, beginning of the season. And uh, it seems that we are getting stronger. The guys are getting better defensively. The fourth clean sheet in the season is a, a, a very positive signal, I think, for everybody. Yes, and finally, uh, the only criticism I think is today that we only scored once because we had so many chances in this game. And normally it must be the halftime 2 3 0, and then the game is, is, is for us uh, won, and, and then it's easier to sit outside. But yeah, okay. Another fast paced performance, like you said, loads and loads of chances created. Do you feel like your side are really starting to find a nice bit of rhythm now? Yeah, we can uh, say that. Uh, with all the changes we made in the summer, with a few new players in, uh, it's getting now more and more auto automatic, and uh, we have uh, yeah, a bigger side. We have a bigger squad with 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 20 players. So you can sub easier, and and uh, this this um, in the, in some decisive moments, it's it's good to have quality on the bench that you can bring on, like Ibra today for Browsy for the captain. You know immediately that he's there and he will help you. Well, before we look ahead to next week's match, let's take a look at what the fans are saying on social media. Uh, naturally, very pleased with that win. Uh, Lisa Kempley has said, great away win. Russ Ward's got in touch and he says, man of the match was Tino for me. Yeah, what a star he is. Uh, Andrew Williams has also left us this comment. He says, what a brilliant win. Uh, Adrian Murray has said, Klaus, what a guy. Great to have him more often, please. Um, yeah, amazing to have Klaus on the show with us and we've got a comment here from Michael he says Salasu getting better and better for forwards will learn to fear him yeah they certainly will he's a fantastic player isn't he um, well let's preview the game at hand next then uh, Aston Villa at home Klaus what are your early thoughts ahead of that one well I think confidence is such a big thing in uh, in football and uh, <clears throat> having seven points from the last three games obviously with two Two very important wins. I think we uh, we go into the the Villa game with a lot of confidence, a lot of belief, and and like we've been talking about, a lot of strength in the in the squad. So um, I'm very very confident now. Uh, we will put on a, a strong performance again against uh, a Villa side who's been a bit of a roller coaster. Really, um, you don't not really uh, know what you get with them. Uh, Obviously, uh, Danny Ings is coming back. Uh, I'm sure uh, Sally Sue will keep him quiet. So, uh, fingers crossed. But um, 
Yeah, I think if they can start at the front foot with uh, with Villa at home, uh, obviously get at them. Uh, I think we we're in for a good result, but we cannot be complacent. Obviously, it's very easy as a footballer to uh, take a few percent off your performance when you're done well. Uh, I hope Ralph is emphasising that this um, this next next week and um, be hundred percent everyone and uh, hungry for for a new win because uh, now we can uh, really place ourselves in, in a decent position on the table. And uh, with the confidence they've got now, like Adam said, we, we play with the confidence and it shows. Yeah. So, uh, so fingers crossed, I think we, if we can get uh, the boys out uh, 100% as we've shown the last couple of games, I think uh, we will beat uh, Villa at the weekend. Oh, fingers crossed. And as you say, we know how far a bit of confidence can go. But again, as Klaus said, Adam, we can't be complacent because it won't be an easy match, will it? No, I mean, Aston Villa are quite a curious team, really, at the moment this season. Um, as Klaus said, you don't, he's right, you don't really know quite what you're going to get. And, and I think part of that is because you can see what they're trying to do and you can see that they've they've made some quality acquisitions with the money that they, they got from Grealish and and you kind of think it, it feels like it will really click for them at some point, or it could really click, but it kind of hasn't. And you, Danny's a prime example of that. You look at, they obviously thought Danny and, and Watkins were going to, that's kind of, for them, that's what's going to push them. And that partnership just hasn't really taken off yet. But you look at them and you think it should. So will it, won't it? It's hard to tell. But at the moment... Um, Saints are the team with the momentum and the confidence. They're at home, an evening game. I know Friday night fixtures aren't the most popular with a lot of people, but you can guarantee it's going to be a pretty pumping atmosphere, I imagine, at St Mary's. Uh, the players will be bang up for it with, with that in mind as well. And I'm sure there's going to be a little extra edge amongst the fan base to welcome Danny back. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think it will be a, a, a fun night and I think it gives Saints you know, a real good opportunity. If they could get another win to take into that international break, I think they'll be feeling really, really good about themselves and really positive, uh, you know, looking ahead to the rest of the season. And then this international break, November is always the time you kind of, you want that feeling because this is your brief reset before you begin to build into Christmas, New Year. You now have a long stretch with a lot of really important games that come very quickly. Uh, and, and that kind of, build to that crescendo to early January. Uh, so it's a vital time of the season. So if you can be hitting that with a bit of confidence, belief, and with some points on the board behind you, then then you're in a good position. I think that's what Saints can do if they can win this match. Most definitely. Well, Adam, thank you so much for your thoughts as always. And Klaus, what a pleasure to have you joining us all the way from Norway. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful to have you both on the show. Thank you as well for you to watching and tuning in to both Saints Live and the final whistle. As we've mentioned, up next, it's Aston Villa under the lights here at St Mary's Stadium. So make sure you tune in from that one. We'll be live from 6.45. We'll see you then. But until then, have a fantastic week.